Good to be back here in Gonzales at Praise Church. How many are excited to be here tonight? Amen. And those of you who are watching online, God bless you as well. And uh, we're just believing that there is a word from heaven for all of us here in this time. And on this weekend, we started out on Thursday night in in New Orleans and uh, at the church there. We'll be there back tomorrow, actually, for what's what time? The 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock service. And we'll be here tomorrow as well at 9 a.m. And yesterday we were in Homa at the Cross Church. And uh, so they've been working me. I've been on assignment here, which is good. That's the way I like to do it. I don't I want to go in. I don't want to sit around too much, although thank you for the break today. But uh, but uh, we, we're excited to be here and uh, bring greetings to you all from my family. Uh, I still I told my wife because I don't know. It's been like four or five times, <clears throat> excuse me, four or five times, right, that I've come here. Um, and um, I told my wife she's never been able to come. So next time, this is, I told her, this is my last trip going there without you. And so I uh, hope to bring her at least maybe, you know, sometime next year if, if, if you all invite me back. But uh, definitely want to, uh, you know, definitely bring her. But I bring greetings to her. Her name is Marlena. And uh, we've been married going on 23 years this coming year. And, uh, and our daughter, uh, my baby girl, got married. Uh, she's 21 years of age. Haley got married in August to a young man named Gabriel. And uh, he's from Texas, from Houston, Texas. And uh, that was in August. And so this year, I mean, you know, walking my, my, my daughter, I, I, first of all, I felt old. I'm sorry. I just felt old. He, he was calling me a young man. I was like, I feel old now. But uh, although I t- tell people we got married when we were 12, my wife and I, but uh, <laughs> not really. But um, but uh, yeah, I, I felt emotions and, and feelings that I didn't know existed walking her down the aisle. I was like, wow. I mean, you know, so, you know, fathers with, with, with baby girls, you know, let me tell you, that's, that's, that's a new one for me. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's rough. But uh, she, you, she got a good one there, though. Definitely. Yeah, Bethany got 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 Josh, and he, I mean, I like him. He's got he's got my shirt on. So, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it is a, it's a privilege to be here, and our family's doing well. My son graduated from high school this year, um, turned eighteen at the same time, and uh, my youngest is eleven, and uh, she's in sixth grade, and so we're just having fun. Um, I always say in the ATL, giving the devil hell, and uh, but. Uh, you know, we're in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, originally from California. We're Californians and uh, grew up there, did ministry there for many, many years, and uh, been in Atlanta now for, it'll be five years this coming year. So, uh, you know, you, after a while, you become part of the South. We lived in, in Tennessee before that, so we've been, we've, been, we've been in the South for a while now. So uh, we're kind of just adopted Southerners, although... California will slip out once in a while. It'll just come out. It'll it'll just show itself. Say we from Cali, but uh, but what an honor, and privilege to be here with you all and uh, to see the the generations of this house and to see it's 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 fun to come and to see what God is doing and to you know you 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 come you minister you prophesy the word of the Lord you speak and uh, and then to hear the fruit of what God's doing and um, it's just amazing I know we ministered over you ma'am the other night and just believing that that that, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is going to quicken your body and uh, and your whole family God's doing a mighty work. So uh, what an honor and a privilege. Well, let's pray here tonight. We're going to pray.
Um, and uh, before we do, actually, let me read a scripture. Let me read a scripture. So we'll read a scripture, we'll pray, and then we'll make a prophetic declaration. That's, that's my flow, okay? So if you could actually turn with me to the book of Mark, the book of Mark, and um, it's one of my favorite books of the Bible, Mark chapter 11. And if you're watching online, I'm reading from the New King James Version. So if you have your digital Bibles out, you know, you can turn to Mark 11. And I'm going to read verses 12, 13, and 14. And, uh, and then we will ask the Lord will bless this time. Amen. So it says here in verse 12, now the next day, somebody say the next day. The next day when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he, sent it, he, he went to see if perhaps, somebody say if perhaps, he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again, and his disciples heard it. Now let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to dive into your word. We ask you, God, to speak through the Logos, speak through the Rhema, speak a prophetic word tonight, speak to our hearts, speak to our lives, we pray. We open up our hearts, we open up our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say to Praise Church here in Gonzales. In Jesus' name we pray, and somebody said... Amen. So you know me. Get your prophetic bony finger out. Come on, get your prophetic and look at your neighbor. Look somebody in the eye. How you doing? And if you're if you're online, if you're not with somebody, just point to yourself. That's okay. And I want you to say say this after me. <laughs> sometimes you have to point. Sometimes you have to high five yourself. By the way, so you can't high five somebody, especially in 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 coronavirus right now. Um, you know, social distancing. You can't high five anybody. Just high five yourself. You know what I'm saying? But I want you uh, to tell somebody. Say, I want you. Come on, tell them to know. That this is all a setup because God's about to open up what was previously shut up so that you can move up into what he has stored up for your life. Amen? Amen. How many know that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth, if you want to go to the old King James, proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 3. Man doesn't live by bread alone. And I'll tell you something, this is a year where we have to live on the word of the Lord. 2020 has been an interesting year, but I think it's a setup year. That's what we talked about here. And it's a year where we're going to see God launch us out of this season and out of this place um, into a new era. And so this has been like an entire year where God's like, you know what, I'm just changing the page. I'm changing the chapter. We're going into a new season. And thank God um, he is the author of the book. Come on, somebody. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And he's working a work that works. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and it's going to work. It's going to work in our favor. It's going to work on our behalf. And so, and so think it not strange that, you know, we go through certain things and go through certain years like 2020 because, you know, God, God's working. He's making us strong. And he's, and he's causing us to, to be people who walk in faith 
and in power. And uh, one of the things I've been really just, even this last season, just basking in the Holy Spirit just to, to help me. <laughs> you know, he's the helper. You know, I, the scripture says in Psalms, I lift my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, Psalm 121. He's the maker, but he, my help, where does your help come from? It comes from the Lord. And I've just been like, Holy Spirit, help Patrick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> help me because I want to transition. What God's doing is it's in the earth, the entire earth. I want to transition into the fullness. Come on, somebody. I think there's two words I hear the Holy Spirit saying in this time for his church. I'm bringing you to a place of wholeness, and I'm bringing you to a place of fullness. The fullness of the stature of Christ, as it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11, 12, 13. That's what he's doing, but he's bringing us first into wholeness. And you look at what's going on in the United States of America in 2020, and we broke. Is that right? There's brokenness. And... You know something, though? I realized something. I was thinking about this this afternoon. We wouldn't have a Bible if there weren't broken people. <laughs> we wouldn't need the Savior if there weren't broken people. And one of the things I've been declaring and I'm going to continue to declare is the answer for America, the answer for the world, the issues that's going on, is going to be in the house of God. We have to be the model for the world. And so that's why God wants to bring us into a place of wholeness. And he wants to bring us into a place of fullness. And when the word fullness, when you look at it in the Greek, it actually speaks of maturity. It, it speaks of a place where you move beyond childhood, you move beyond puberty, and you move into a place of maturity. And I believe God's growing his church up. And he's going to use everything in our lives. I love the scripture that he takes all things and he works them together for our good. How many know what I'm talking about? Do I got a witness up in here? Uh, you know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, there's something about God using every single thing in our lives for our good. And I believe that that is what he is up to in this moment. Somebody say amen. And so I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll share with you more tomorrow. But um, oh, I'm preaching. And um, I want to share with you from the, 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 the book of Mark just for a few moments. And I'm not going to preach the everlasting gospel here tonight because I have two reasons. One is I really feel strong prophetic ministry flow here. I felt it all afternoon as I tried to lay down. He asked me, did I rest? I tried. I tried. I laid down for about, about 23 minutes. Because <laughs> I looked at the clock when I went to sleep, and I woke up, and the, and the Holy Spirit just woke me up, and just started. Just I just felt His presence. And one of the things I heard the Holy Spirit say over this house is, "The heavens are open. The heavens are open in this time, and God's pouring down not just blessing, but He's pouring down revelation. He's pouring down clarity. He's pouring down assignments. He's pouring down." The, the presence, the glory of heaven upon us. And so we're not just here at a regular time. We're not just here singing songs and having another meeting here on Saturday night because it's a nice thing to do. But the heavens are open. And God has, God has a plan, and God has a purpose, and God has a people. And God has a plan. And guess what? Guess who the people are? Y'all. 
And those of you watching online, God has a plan, God has a purpose, and God has a people, and he has a call for your life. And so, and so I'm excited because I felt all afternoon this, the, am, am I staying in Gonzales? Is that, is that, was that where I'm staying? I felt the presence of God just flowing in this place into this region like a river. And it, and it just, it woke me up, actually. I, 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 I was sleeping with a pillow on top of my head. I was on a pillow with a pillow on my face turning so I could breathe a little bit. And, but, but, but I was just, and, and I just woke up and I just felt this presence of God just coming into this area. And it reminded me of Ezekiel 47, where there was a certain point where the river grew and grew and grew. It went ankle deep. It went knee deep. It went waist deep. Then it was waters to swim in. And then the, the, the Lord asked the question to the prophet, have you seen, son of man, have you seen anything like this? And then all of a sudden the river starts to flow and everywhere the river went, it brought life and it went and it healed the waters and it, he, and it, and it, and it brought life. And I just felt a river just, just, and I'm not trying to speak of things busting open in the natural because you've already had waters come through here in this entire region, but I just felt a spiritual river. You've had it in the natural. You've had the storms that have come and, you know, threaten and they, they're zigzagging and then they just land in Louisiana. You know something? There's something special on Louisiana. There's something special in this state that God wants to do. And it's going to be powerful because the entire nation is going to look at Louisiana not for a hurricane and not because of a tragedy, but because of a move of the Spirit. And so I'm just going to give you an announcement. What I'm feeling in my spirit is, is you're actually positioned at the right place at the right time, and God has a purpose, God has a plan, and God has a people, and God has a place. And in that place, God has a provision. Woo! Come on, somebody. And we'll be prophesying about this because I felt something in my spirit just in this time. I've been here several times in Gonzales and New Orleans, and I've been in Louisiana many times in my lifetime, but I felt something special this afternoon. I felt this, this river flowing into this place. Read Ezekiel chapter 47 verses 1 through, through, through 12 on your own time because that give you your homework assignment here tonight because it's so powerful, the river that God is bringing into this place. And it's going to be a river of healing. It's going to be a river that's going to wash away the spirit of religion. There's two people in this room, okay. There's a river that's coming that's going to, to cause, and you read in verse 12 because it says there are trees. Somebody say, I'm a tree. There are trees that are planted on both sides of the river, on the banks of the river. It's very important that you understand that you need to be planted. As Isaiah said in Isaiah 61, that we are trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And there are trees planted on this side of the river. And there are trees planted on this side of the river. And guess what happens? It says that every single month they bear fruit. So the process of what it takes an entire year all of a sudden is happening every single month. This is powerful stuff. This is powerful stuff. And so there's, I hear this word, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to people online. Planting. Get planted. Because when you're planted, 
when you have roots, then you can bear fruit. I got a witness. And you can't bear fruit if you don't if you don't get those roots down and get down to the water table and get 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 the the the, the hydration and then get the nutrients that you need because you're going to bear fruit. You're not just here to just be a tree just just with your your your, your branches out and you're just waving in the wind when the hurricane comes. But actually, there's going to be a, a fruit in your life. As the last chapter of Hosea says, "Your fruit is found in me." When you look at this tree you're going to find fruit. Come on, somebody. And that's what I love about this ministry. There's fruit. And the fruit is about to increase. (laughs) I'm trying not to prophesy because I'm trying to build up to my verse here. (laughs) But I'm prophesying anyway because this this is prophetic preaching here tonight. This is prophetic preaching for every one of your lives here tonight, for what you're going through, the season that you're in, the career that you're in, the job that you're working in right now. There's a word that God's speaking that you're going to bear fruit. And you're going to see fruit not only just, we think fruit, sometimes we think financial, we think provision, hallelujah, yes, we can put that in. But what about fruit in your relationships? What about, come on somebody, in your health? You see, there's people in this room right now, there are dreams inside of you. There are things that God has given you that, that seem like maybe they've been dormant or they haven't been able to get off the ground. But I just hear the Spirit of the Lord say that the people that are planted in the house of the Lord, the Scripture says, are going to flourish in the house of my God. They're going, to, they're going to flourish. And so this is a time for people to get planted. And I'm just going to go ahead and prophesy over this house part one, (laughs) and specifically to your pastors. How many love your pastors? The Spirit of the Lord would declare, even tonight, and I hear it in my spirit, the word returning, that there's going to be a returning of people back to the house of the Lord. For the Lord says not only the people from this year, but from the years even in the past. The Spirit of the Lord says that conviction is going to begin to fall on hearts because there are certain ones for some reason they went this way and they went that way for this reason and that reason and that doesn't matter but the lord says that there are people that tried to go other places to do other things and they've wondered why they haven't bore fruit is because god didn't plant them there he planted them here And so the Lord says that I'm going to cause a returning of people and even a spirit of repentance to come upon people. And they're going to come and repent and say, we didn't, we shouldn't have said this. We shouldn't have done that. And so the spirit of the Lord even has prepared your heart to be even receive some of these ones because it was hurtful. But the Lord says, I'm going to bring, I'm going to, I am the bomb of Gilead and I'm going to bring healing. I'm going to bring restoration. There's even people watching right now. The spirit of the Lord is even putting in your heart. He's bringing you home. He's bringing you home. They're coming from the north, the south, the east, the west. They're coming back to this place, says the Spirit of the Lord. And I hear that scripture in Joel chapter chapter 2 and verse 25. And there's two words that I hear in my spirit. He says, I will restore the years. And we, and, and, and we hear that scripture, but, but there's, there's, there's two words right after I will restore the years. He says, I will restore the years to you. And then he goes on and says what all those things that were taken and eaten and all that stuff. But I will restore the years to you. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that to you. 
to you too. He says, I'm restoring the years. And it just seemed like in some times gone by, it's just year after year, plowing, plowing, waiting, seed in the ground. And the Spirit of the Lord says, harvest is coming. Amen. That you're entering into your greatest season. This is part one. You're entering into your greatest season that you've ever known, and, and it's going to be an awesome time where you're going to see that desire, the desires, the prayers, the things that you've been believing for, the things that prophet after prophet after prophet have come and prophesied about this house, and this house not only here, but also in New Orleans, the whole thing together, the, th- the words that have been spoken, they're not going to return void, but the Spirit of the Lord says, even as we preached in, 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 in New Orleans, the other night, the delay is over. The Spirit of the Lord says the delay is over and the wait is over. And I hear it. I'm not, I'm not trying to sound strange, but, but I just hear like the, the, the babies move from the womb to the birth canal. Huh. And there's a birthing of a new thing that God's going to release through this house. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be, it's going to be more than you imagined. It's going to be greater than you could imagine. You, you, you've had thoughts and, and said, God, we can see you doing this. We can see you doing that. But God said, it's greater than you could imagine. The Lord says, I'm going to send people of influence. I'm going to send people uh, from, from, from the highways, the byways, the up and outers, the down and outers. I'm going to send people with means and people who are mean. And they're going to come into this house and they're going to get free and they're going to get delivered and they're going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord says miracles, the miracles that I've spoken over the two of you to be released through you are going to be released in a greater measure even in this hour, says the Spirit of the Lord. This is part one. And I'm telling you, this is the, this is the time of a returning, not just of people, but a returning of the word of the Lord that was spoken to you for decades. It's coming it's coming. Now is the time, says the Spirit of the Lord, for you're going to enter into 2020 W-O-N. Oh, somebody's going to catch this here. 2020 W-O-N. 2021. And you're going to experience victory after victory. In fact, it's just going to happen monthly. It's going to then happen weekly. And you're just going to be testimonies. I mean, sometimes you're just going to have to stop the meeting. And, you know, you have your notes prepared. And you say, before I share, i got to tell you this testimony. we got to share this testimony. Because there's going to be testimony after testimony of the goodness of God, of the miracle power of God, of the healing power of God, of the release of finances. And the Lord even spoke to me this afternoon noon. I'm getting real bold here in my prophetic because I heard it. I heard the Lord say that this room that we're in right now, this building that we're in right now is temporary. And that there's actually a location that's already been prepared that's waiting for you. And there will be an opening. And it's a, I, I see, I see, I see a church building. I see a church building and I see a church coming to you and saying, you know what? We, the Spirit of the Lord says we need to, we need to give you this church. Wow. We need to give you this building. 
and it's going to have everything that you need, the parking that you need, the classrooms that you need, um, the, the kitchen that you need, um, and the seats, the, 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 the room that's needed, because God says, I'm preparing a house for this hour that's going to be a model to this region, it's going to be a model multi-generationally, multi-ethnically, multi-racially, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a, a powerful thing, it already is in, in, in this form, but the Lord says, watch and see, for I'm going to do this this work in front of your eyes, and those of you who are watching online, mark this moment. What's today? It is November the 7th, 2020. The Spirit of the Lord says, watch and see. Mark this moment. Mark this time, because I'm going to do these things, and I'm not going to delay. The delay is over, says the Spirit of the Lord. That's part one. You have to come tomorrow for part two. <laughs> I feel a river. I feel, I feel the, uh, the rush of a mighty river of the Holy Spirit in this place. I don't know about you, but I feel it. You know, Jesus said, out of your belly is going to flow rivers of living water. But there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The city of God is Zion, and Zion represents the church. And it, I love it because there's a river that makes glad. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that's one thing I got I to gotta tell somebody and, and that's watching online. God is always in a good mood. <laughs> some, people, some people, you know, they think, they think you know, he's this. this we, were, we were in the restaurant. I don't want to name the restaurant because it's right here. Around the corner here somewhere. Good food. And we were talking to the waitress, and she was talking to us about, about God. And she was saying, you know, he's like this, maybe this big God sitting up there in heaven. He's mad, and he's pointing his finger at you. And she was giving her definitions. But, but that's not our God. He's in a good mood. He's always happy. Come on, somebody. He's always ready to pour out joy. He's always ready to pour out healing. Come on now. And miracles and breakthroughs. He's ready. He's waiting. And he's looking for a church. He's looking for a people who are saying, God, we want everything. That's what my grandma taught me. My grandma, my grandma passed away in 2015, 90 years of age, did ministry, preached for, I mean, since she was 12. <laughs> and she she would always this was her statement she'd stand in the pulpit and you know i'm six foot one she was five foot one and but she would stand in the pulpit and preach with fire and 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 she would say i want everything that god has for me i don't want to miss what god is doing in the earth and and and, and that's 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 got to be something that's got to get inside of us I mean, it's nice to say that. I want everything that God has for me. But no, no, no. I want everything. There's something. Come on, why don't you practice saying that with me and say that. I want everything that God has for me. I don't want to miss anything that he's doing in the earth. If he's doing it in, in Asia, let him do it here. Come on, we hear about people getting raised from the dead. If he's doing it in Africa, we're hearing about the church just exploding. And, and souls getting saved, people getting set free. God, you could do it here. If he can do it over there, he can do it over here. But he's just looking for a few people that have some faith. 
Some people who are going to believe. Amen? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Let me, let me share this verse with you, and I guess, and <laughs> there's an unction in this room. I'll start, and then I'll see where I'm going with this. <laughs> and maybe I'll get to it tomorrow, too. Who knows? But I'm in the book of Mark, and I love the book of Mark. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite books of the Bible. And I like Mark because, first of all, his name is not just Mark, it's John Mark. And John Mark, his mother was actually named Mary, but it's not the Mary of Jesus' mother, Mary. It's the mother Mary who held the prayer meeting when Peter was locked up in prison and with the guards, and they had a prayer meeting in her house. And that's when Peter, the angel, took him out of prison, you know, that whole story. And when he got out of prison, um, you know, he came, he knocked, he was knocking on the door, and Rhoda came to the door, a little girl came up to the door and thought she saw a ghost. <laughs> and she didn't realize that what they were knocking on the door of heaven for, ask, seek, knock, was actually knocking on their door. And, 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 and so this was John Mark's family. John Mark was the one who went with, went with uh, Paul and Barnabas. And Paul, he got on Paul's last nerve. Um, he wanted to go home. And so Paul said, you know, you take him, Barnabas. But, but Barnabas restored, restored him. And it's amazing because here we have a man whom the Apostle Paul didn't want anything to do with. But at the same time, he is one of the authors of the four Gospels. And he's connected with Peter. And so his name is John Mark. Somebody say John Mark. So John in the Greek means grace. And Mark in Latin or in the Roman, Roman language, means, it means hammer. So we have an interesting combination of grace and a hammer. <laughs> That's a balance right there. Because you can have, sometimes you can have grace, and sometimes you've got to drop the hammer. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. And, and, and here is this kid, this kid named John Mark. And we think about grace. That's powerful. His unmerited favor, John, grace. And then you think of hammer. But I love the scripture that says, you know, that in Jeremiah, that says God's word is like a hammer that breaks the stone in pieces. And so there's something powerful about the hammer. And so the book of Mark, you look at it and you realize that, 42 times. That's probably why I like the book. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know if you'd do the Enneagram or anything like that, but I'm just like one of those people, like, I like to do things. You know what I'm saying? I'm a doer. I want to act. I want to move, as you could probably tell. And, uh, but Mark, 42 times, uses this word immediately. 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 And it's the Greek word euthos. E-U-T-H-O-S, euthos, and it means, um, it, it, it speaks of immediately. And so every time John Mark was telling a story, he was saying, and Jesus laid hands upon them, and immediately they got healed. Huh. And Jesus spoke to the blind man, and immediately he received sight. And he uses this way more than any other writer of the gospel, this word euthos, Immediately, immediately, immediately. He saw Jesus moving, and he moved in suddenlies. How many like suddenlies? But sometimes, like I told the church in New Orleans the other night, it's amazing how God will take forever to lead me to a suddenly. Do I got a witness up in here? 
There's a suddenly coming. It's coming. Come. It's coming. And but 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 I love I love John Mark because this is his his view of Jesus. When Jesus works, he does a quick work. And I believe that we're moving into, and I, I, I want to prophesy this over you tonight, we're moving into a time frame of quick works. Because there's some people in this room, you've experienced the fruit of the Holy Spirit called long suffering. Do I got a witness up in here? You know what I'm talking about, where it's like, Woo! And, and, and then you have words, uh, you know, like Christian cuss words like patience and delay. And they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And you're sitting there going, okay, I got this one down. You know, this is, this is, I, it's, it's, it's like I'm living, in, I'm living in the DMV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know me. I'm in the DMV. And, and 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 it's like you're just just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. But God sometimes He takes forever to lead us to a suddenly. But Mark has this revelation of Jesus, and He moves immediately. You see, tonight, if I have any unction, I'm, I think I'm going to this verse. We'll see what happens. If I have any unction, there's an immediately unction. I just, I, I, I feel the John Mark here. Because the word euthos, by the way, means to make straight. And what, when you're talking about, for instance, like a blacksmith, he puts the metal in the fire and the heat turns up. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. And it gets hot. And all of a sudden, what went in solid, all of a sudden starts to soften. Woo! See, I think God allows some fires sometimes. He allows us to get into that place. He's the great, the great blacksmith who, who, who puts that metal in the fire, and what goes in solid, all of it begins to soften, and then what he does is he takes the hammer. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, he straightens it out and puts it into a place where Isaiah, oh my gosh, this is a good verse. Isaiah chapter 2 says, here we go, trying to preach Mark chapter 11. And he shall, they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. So all of a sudden, you have this revelation that the season changes. Woo! The page changes. The chapter changes. We enter into a new era of healing and redemption. Come on, somebody. And we enter into a new era that doesn't make sense to us in the natural, but at the same time, God's working a work again that no one else can work, and we're moving into a new era where God says things are going to operate differently because you were in an era where you were in warfare, so you had to be a sword and a spear. But now God says, I'm going to put you in the fire. See, some people have been feeling the fire. Has the heat turned up in 2020 or what? 
I'm, I'm trying to preach Mark 11. But the heat turns up in 2020, and all of a sudden we get into the fire, and while we're in the fire, all of a sudden God sends a word. He sends this kid from ATL with a hammer like Thor. You know, my, my, my mother's family maiden name is Thorlacious. After Thor. Literally after Thor because we're Icelandic. As you can see, I'm about as white as they come. On the outside. But I'm from the hood, baby, let me tell you. I was the white boy in every classroom growing up. But, 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 but there's a hammer. And that's what happens in that scripture in Isaiah 2 and verse 4. He says they're going to beat their swords and their spears. The warfare instruments are changing their function. Woo! You had to function in a certain way, in a particular season, the way you've had to function. But the Spirit of the Lord says, I have a new season that you're about to enter into. It's not just a season. It's an era. It's an epoch. It's a dispensation in the Spirit that you're stepping into. And so you function the way you had to function. You were shaped the way you were shaped in that last season. But now I've let you go through a year called 2020 put your hand out in the hebrew <laughs> i'm not getting marked 11 <laughs> maybe tomorrow maybe <laughs> in the hebrew the number 10 is the word yod and yod means hand show your hand right your hand it's a hand stretched out, a hand like this. Yod, 10. The number 20 is, also means hand, but it's the Hebrew word kav, K-A-F or K-A-V. But the shape of the hand changes. We're talking about shape-shifting here tonight. And all of a sudden, it moves from flat straight out to there's a conclave. And it's because of weight that all of a sudden the shape changes. But then you say, you know what? That looks like a crown. And did we not we go through a virus in 2020 named crown? Oh, somebody's, somebody's going to catch this here. <laughs> Corona means crown. And so all of a sudden we don't just have... 120, we got 220s, and all of a sudden we realize that God says, I'm going to bless not only your priestly hand, but also your kingly hand. I'm going to bless not only the anointing in the house of God, but the anointing in the community. I'm going to bless the right hand of blessing and the left hand of judgment. Somebody's alive up in here because both sides, you're going to have to operate with both sides because what you're going to carry in this next season, you can't carry with just flat hands. Come on, somebody. You had your 10s, but now you're moving into your 20s. Woo! Because you're sh shape-shifting. 
And so here we are in, 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 in Isaiah, and he says, guess what? Your shape has to shift because your function's going to shift in this next era. And so you used to, you were desi- originally designed for war, but now you are now moving into a place where I'm redesigning you and reshaping you for harvest. Woo, come on. It's like, it's, like, it's like Jeremiah. I love Jeremiah. I was telling them I love Jeremiah. Because Jeremiah, the Bible says, he was, he was raised, he was the son, Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah. And Hilkiah was a priest, a Levite priest. And he gets to a certain point where he's of age, where he's about to move into priesthood in the family line because in Israel, priests were families. And so the fathers, the grandfathers, the great-grandfathers, and all the way down to the generations, they were priests. But God comes and he says, I'm interrupting the scenario, the flow, and you're going to move. I'm shape-shifting you here. This is the, that's the name of this sermon here tonight, shape-shifting. <laughs> is that okay? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he says, I'm moving you from being a, a priest to becoming a prophet. Because before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. <laughs> and all along, I ordained you. You were raised and you were educated to be a priest. You learn how to trim the wicks of the candlestick. You learn how to bake the showbread for, for the table of showbread. You learn how to get the incense ready for the altar of incense. You learn how to do the sacrifices out in the brazen altar. You learn how to wash your hands in the laver. You were taught in all the priestly ways. But God says all of that education wasn't for that. It was for this. Come on, somebody. And then you get to Peter and you realize this is that. Come on, somebody. That God has spoken. And so here's, here's Jeremiah and God says, I'm changing your function. And I'm giving you a new unction at this particular junction. And so, and so, and so here's, here's John Mark. And his name means Grace Hammer. That's a different, that's a different name, you know, because you look at hammers, hammers are loud, hammers are violent, <laughs> hammers can be painful. <laughs> Have you ever taken a hammer? It's like the little, little boy that was watching the preacher. The preacher was out at, at the church, he was at the church, and he was working on, on, um, on, 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 on putting up some, doing some construction in the, in the building. And he was working, and he was, had this hammer, and he was working. And this, this little kid was just standing and watching him, just watching him and watching him. And after a while, the, you know, the preacher said, you know, I mean, are you, are you okay? And the kid said, yeah. And, and he said, well, well, do you want anything? He said, no. He said, well, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm just waiting to see what the preacher will say when he hits his finger or his hand with the hammer. 
Somebody got that. Okay, all right. I thought it was good. But grace, hammer. Do you realize that 2020, there's supernatural grace? I'm preaching Mark's name for some reason here. (laughs) That there's supernatural grace that's connected to a hammer that's reshaping us. And we're moving from that place of making war to a place where all of a sudden he says they're going to become plowshares and pruning hooks. Swords become plowshares and spears become pruning hooks. This is exciting. Because now we have a reason for the fire. We have clarity about the heat. Come on, somebody. We have an understanding why the blows. Somebody's alive up in here. See, there's clarity coming to your days. Because it seems like you've been in a haze. I'll stop right there. But now you're moving into a place called praise. And you're going to praise in crazy ways. Why the heat? Why the the blows. There's a purpose. I'm shaping your purpose. I'm shaping your purpose. And he says, I'm just closing my Bible now. I'm just putting this all away because enough's enough. He says, I'm shaping your purpose and I'm doing it Mark style, John Mark style. Euthos. Immediately. The delay is over. I got to talk to somebody here tonight. I got to talk to somebody who's watching here tonight as well online. The delay is over. Can I speak that over your life right now? Can I speak that to this region right now? You know, there's a certain point where (laughs) you're waiting and you have the word... You know, you look at like a guy like Joseph and you realize that the dream was the inoculation (laughs) to let him go through betrayal from his brothers, being sold into slavery. Come on, being lied about people with unholy hookups trying to come at you. And then going into prison and start functioning your gift in that place, but then being forgotten. For some reason, God gave you this dream at the very beginning that actually pulled you through. If you could stand the pull, God will pull you through. But, but sometimes, sometimes it's difficult in those places. So you got to make war with the Word of God, with the world, with prophecies. you got to make war with them. you got to say, the Lord said. The Lord spoke. Come on, somebody. When you can't see it, when you can't feel it, when you, when you, when you can't lift your head off the pillow, God said, He spoke a word. He gave me a promise. And all of God's promises are yes and amen. And so I'm going to stand on his promises. I'm not just going to stand on the premises. I'm going to stand on the promises. If God said it, 
then I believe it and it shall be. Come on, somebody. His word is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. And when he sends out his word, it will accomplish what he sent it out to do. It will not return void. Ha, it will do. He will do what he said he would do. And so there's some people in this room here tonight who need to hear the word of the Lord once again that I'm going to do it. And I, and, I, and I sent this word, and you've probably heard me use one of my favorite scriptures, but I heard the scripture, and I sent it to my friend today in California, Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I do a new thing. And tomorrow, next week, next month, in 2021, it shall spring forth. It don't say that. It says, behold, I do a new thing and now. Somebody say now. 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 Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. Now. It shall spring forth. And he says, I'm going to make a highway. Woo. In the wilderness. And I'm going to make rivers. There's a river in here in the desert. There's a river flowing. There's a river here. Do you hear it here tonight? There's the sound of a rushing mighty, not just wind, but river. It's flowing into Gonzales. It's flowing into this area. And it's powerful. And it brings life. Somebody say immediately. Immediately. Somebody say suddenly. Suddenly. Somebody say right now. Right now. now. Lord, I thank you that you're moving right now. But we understand that you prophesy in times and seasons. But then there are particular moments where we feel that suddenly we're... Malachi says the Lord shall suddenly come to his temple. Lord, we thank you that there's a suddenly happening. And I pray right now, first of all, for people online. There's somebody watching online with fibromyalgia. And your nerves and all the different things in your body. The Spirit of the Lord's coming right now, and he's bringing healing into your body. I just hear, okay, the doctors have given their report. We get it. But there is, there's the power of God's being released to you right now. Right now, there's somebody else with migraines in your extreme migraine headaches, and they've been concerned even to the point where they've even said that, uh, you know, maybe we need to do some MRIs, and they're looking at you because, you know, sometimes you just feel, feel exhausted, you feel faint, you feel just like your eyes are blacking out, but the Spirit of the Lord comes right now, and He just releases the pressure and the tension off of your, off of your body right now, off of your head, your neck, your back, your spine, and we thank you, Lord, that there's going to be a healing. We thank you for the testimony that's going to come forth. Please tell us the testimonies that are being released in Jesus' name. Right now. In Espanol, we just say, ahora, ahora, right now, right now, right now, right now. Now, we're going to get into some ministry time here with people here, but I just want to just pray for those 
um, that are watching because we're going to go offline here and, um, you know, we're going to be on tomorrow at 9 a.m. So, so, so get back on here because we only had part one here tonight. There's part two. There's, there's part dos. There's two. There's a second part. And, um, but, but you're hearing the word of the Lord tonight and there's something resonating with you as you are, as you're hearing this word and the word for you tonight is the delay is over. And you've been praying, and you've been believing, and you've been wondering, <laughs> and you've been asking questions. But I, those who are watching, I just want you to know that God is with you. And so we thank you, Lord, for a release right now for those who are watching. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Before you go off, Pastor, Pastor Garland's going to come, and, and then I'm going to come back. We're going to do ministry here in this room. But if you can make it tomorrow, those who are watching as well, be come into the room because there's, an, there's, a, there's a cloud of glory in here. How many feel, amen, in this place? So, so uh, Pastor Garland, before we leave, though, uh, Pastor Garland, we're just going to uh, share here, and then I'll come back in a moment. Well, it's been a powerful message tonight so far. And I know that the ministry that's about to come out is going to be even, even more incredible. Uh, but, you know, you have a foundation in the Word. You know, you, you have to have the Word in your life. And we have to grow in the Word. And when we take the Word and we begin to apply it in our life, things begin to change. You know, a, a mature Christian is going to spend their time in the Word on a daily basis. And I want to encourage each of you that's watching uh, by YouTube or Facebook or whatever means you're watching by, that you start studying the Word. Get in a place where that, that you develop that hunger for the Word of God and allow Him to, to grow in you so that you can grow and be the person that He's called you to be. And uh, e even though we're here together and we're here online, I believe that every one of us, that we can plant some seed tonight in our brother's ministry and begin to bless them. If you, if you have listened this, this evening and it has blessed you, I want you to give. And you say, well, here you are, one of these preachers wanting to take money all the time. Let me, let me tell you, let me defuse some of that. I believe that, that every time we come with a sacrifice, an offering, that God blesses that. But I also believe that when we give into a word just like what we have just received, in the measure in which we give is the same measure that is poured back out into our life. And as we begin to step out in receiving, we're giving. You know, I'll go back. I said this the other night. In, in the word, it talks about a king that was in trouble with the Syrians. And he sought out the prophet, and he called the prophet off of his deathbed. The prophet was, was dying. And he calls him off of the deathbed and says, I need some help. And the prophet gets up and begins to prophesy a word. And uh, he takes an arrow. The word says the arrow of deliverance. He, he named these arrows. And he shot it out. And then he tells, he tells the king, he says, take the arrows and beat them on the ground. And the, and, and the king took him, and the word says he hit him three times. And then the prophet was very angry with him because it was almost as though that he wasted his time. Because now he's only going to win over the Syrians three times. And the prophet says if you would have taken four or five times, then you could have wiped the Syrians out. 
but because you only hit three times. And here's, here's my point, that how you respond to the word determines how far you go into the word. And so we're going to give tonight, and how we respond, I believe, with our sacrifice determines how far we go into that word. You know, let's, let's, give, let's give our whole heart to this word. And let's give financially to that and so we can bless them. If you want to give online, you can go to Praise Church of Louisiana and go to uh, the giving page there. And, and if, you, if you are, just, just put it to guest speaker. All of that will go to that. And those of you that are here, if you're, you're giving tonight, and I want everyone to give, give something tonight. And uh, we're going we're gonna to receive this. And I believe God's going to bring back into our life, press down, shaking together, and running over. Amen. So won't you stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. Thank you for those that are watching. We thank you for the word that has come into this house and online here, O oh God. Lord, we ask you that your blessings would begin to increase upon us as we're obedient to your word. Move upon us right now, O oh God. And Father, as we begin to give, I ask you to bring it back into our life, press down, shaking together, running over. Lord, cause us to have the wherewithal that on any good occasion we have the ability to give. And Lord, we thank you today. Thank you for our, our friend that has come to minister to us. And we ask you to bless him and bless his family, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Those of you that are giving in here, uh, right at the back behind the cameras there, you can, you can give. Uh, but those of you that are online, thank you for joining us. Tune in tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and uh, we're going to have a part two of this message.